everybody alive from the Dutch Hall. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Was that a woo from you? No, it wasn't. It wasn't a woo from Paul? I thought that was a woo from Paul. I thought I got a woo from Paul. That was my That's woo. all I've ever wanted in life was a woo from my brother Paul, but I can't get a woo from my brother Paul. Gotta Look at him there. You one woo? You got to deserve it. <laughs> I didn't deserve it yet. I thought just walking out on stage was enough for you, Paul, but no, it wasn't. Anyways, welcome live from the Dutch Hall, everybody. I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. Today, we have a very special program planned for you. We have something that shouldn't be a rare occurrence, but is around these parts, is the return of the entire Nocturnal Emissions, plus Woo! one. Yeah! Plus one. <laughs> of course, plus one. Guest Dave Charters here, of course. Woo! Yeah. Fired from the program. Thanks Everybody. for having me back. I, I really appreciate it. Yes, well, uh, I, I, I appreciate you coming in, Dave. And I hope that uh, Michael isn't learning your bad habits. <laughs> no, I'm That's, back. I'm back, baby. You're back. Did you learn from this fella? I learned not to stay away as long as he did, like oh, an idiot. Yeah, shameful. He's <laughs> sitting there. He's not no longer part of the band. You can tell that by the opening. He was, uh, you know, I've heard of, I heard mumble rap is a good thing. That was mumble rock, Dave. It was mumble, mumble rock. I, miss, I don't know. You know, I don't know what anybody would think about that, eh? Oh, oh, I thought Dave Charles uh, did a, a marvelous job, you know, uh, nailed every lyric uh, perfectly. Hey, Dave? It's Perfect. You nailed it. I wish there was more slap rattle on that so I could join you guys in that opening bit. I thought it was terrific. But, uh, you know, we have a really a weird week. Since the last program here, we've had the very first uh, comedy show here at, Ly or at uh, the New Dutch Hall in Delhi, Ontario, in the bowels of Spiky Ball Studios. Woo! And uh, by all accounts, it was a resounding success. Hell yeah. It's a talk of the town, really. Everywhere we go, I'm, I can hear people ch uh, chatter about it. We're thinking the big things for the Tyler Morrison event in April. I think it's the 20, what? Sixth. 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 I, I'm not good with those. I would go eight. I would say eight, but it's like 26, 26, April 26, Tyler Morrison, it's a Friday. And we have the whole rest of the lineup worked out for that show. It's uh, hosted by the very funny Tommy O'Donnell. And the middle is Jared Campbell, right? No, Dave Burke. Dave Burke, shit. Dave Burke, sorry. Dave Burke is coming down as our middle, which is fantastic. It's a great lineup. We do love Dave Burke. Yeah, Spike, it was, it was at our, it was at a, the first Spiky Ball production, Shaz? Yeah, yeah, it was an early, early album. Very funny, very funny guys down here. And of course, Tyler Morrison, the headliner. And uh, he's uh, known for fight stories. Wes, you're a fan of that, right? Yeah, so I didn't even know that. Wes is a big fan of our next headliner, so he's excited to be, be there. Did you have a good time at the show? Oh yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I had a great time. Awesome. I don't know if you noticed on stage, Michael, but I was having a good time up here. I heard it you was, giggling. It was like the height of my, uh, all the years of torturing myself doing stand-up paid off for that one night where it just felt like it was awesome, you know? It all worked out. And then, uh, uh, you know, we're, last night I decided to go and try stand-up comedy again. <laughs> Went with my good friend Shaz. He nailed it, too. If uh, anyone was here, they would have saw Tyler Shazma Hell put yeah. in a, one of the, uh, the performance of his lifetime is what I thought it was. It. it was fantastic. The crowd was pleased with it. And uh, me and Shaz were both driving to Brantford, feeling very proud of ourselves about being professional comedians. 
and nailing us, being real funny guys. And we went to perform. It turned out to be two people. We, kept, we thought it was more people at first, and then the people kept going up and performing. And then we were like, oh, damn it, it's all comedians, and then just two people eating chicken wings. <laughs> and uh, boy, oh, boy, that will bring you right back down. It's a roller coaster ride, you know? <laughs> Reality. Yeah. We go funeral to, like, the, this awesome show to just, like, uh, eating our balls again, you know? With <laughs> It's a really weird thing. Michael, I, I really am interested to talk to you about this. Okay. Because you, you uh, uh, at the funeral, when you watched, I haven't seen you since, or not, the, for instance, Brain Celebration. Yeah, Celebration of Life. Yeah. When we did the, uh, the uh, monologue, right? When we did our stand-up, I should say. Yeah. At the end of it, your comment when you left was, uh, you got a lot of balls. That's all you said. Yep. You got a lot of balls. A lot of balls. And uh, can you elaborate on like what part of it was the ballsiest? Well, both I got to give credit to both of you and Chaz for having balls, big balls, because uh, I know personally I would have a hard time talking about uh, my passed away friend's remains right in front of his parents. <laughs> I, I, I cleared with them before. Yeah. <laughs> well, not oh, half of them. I didn't. I'm talk like, to... didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Yeah. And then with Shaz, one of my favorite things was when he called everybody in Norwich a bunch of cunts. <laughs> I thought, hmm. Two of my favorite moments as well. That was pretty, uh, pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. So. Line of the Night still has to be, I guess, I know I said it last week on the show, but it's when, when I was leaving and Shaz goes, why are you leaving, Pete? Because everyone hates you. <laughs> that was good. I, I kind of wanted to crawl in the hole. Yeah. It really is like where you pay your dues and, and like, like, and stuff like that to make you like bulletproof. That I've done that so I can do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's Good. what I really think. It's a roller coaster ride. I don't know why I do, but somehow, because of whatever mental illness I have, uh, this sort of stand up comedy thing ends up fixing the anxiety of standing in front of a bunch of people and perhaps eating my balls <laughs> uh, fixes whatever's broken with my brain. I don't understand that at all, but it seems to be working out fine. It brought us here to a church. In Delhi, with all these nice people as a crowd, we have one of the best uh, li uh, group of listeners and, and uh, I guess YouTube watchers in, uh, in the world, I would say. And uh, one of them gave us a bottle of uh, whiskey. That's the That's awesome. Nice. That's a thoughtful He went gift. to Kentucky. Shareholder. Mark, ha Mark Hagen's shareholder. shareholder. Now he's an official shareholder. Yep. Not only did he have to smuggle this across borders, Till it was damaged, he fixed it with duct tape. Now he's got to smuggle it into a live event, which he bought tickets for. Comes to the live event with this, faces my nephew Spencer at the door, and uh, Spencer sees this guy coming a mile away. Pulls pulls my good friend Shazma here uh, into the fray and says, "Shaz, are you people allowed to bring their own booze in here?" And uh, Shazma's like, "No, bring down the hammer on this guy. You know, I don't like the cut of his jib, right?" So Spencer goes in heavy. Uh, I don't know. What's, what's Spencer, Paul? How old? Uh, uh, 12. <laughs> Great dad. That's eh? a hard 12. He's running a tight ship. Yeah, that's a hard 12. Yeah, it's, he's lived a long 12 years, eh? Oh, yeah. He's a wise 12-year-old, this guy. He's like, no, no, no. He's no problems shutting this guy down at the door, eh? No, 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 you're not bringing that crap in here. You know, this is a lot... There's rules and regulations in this world we follow here at Spiky Ball Studios. You know, Spencer's a professional. And uh, this guy's like, no, no, it's for Pete. It's for Pete, right? 
And uh, so Spencer allowed it for this very thing. Give We're going to go give you guys all a shot of this. What is it called, Jane? This is honey whiskey. Jim Beam honey. Mm, it's a bourbon, and it's right from Kentucky. Mm, I guess uh, Mark uh, uh, smuggled it up his ass across the border and then broke the cap. That's quite a hoop. Oh, it's still up that, there. <laughs> it, did you say it tastes like it? Oh, I hope it doesn't taste like it. Yeah, Wes has uh, tasted his brother's ass, and it is not good. Okay? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. Anyways, guys, uh, I'm going to just uh, we're, let's enjoy a shot. I like right, this. It's yeah. kind of loose at the beginning. Yeah, loosey goosey. See what yeah. happens. Because when I once I sit down, it's going to be right to business because we have a lot to cover. You guys, I haven't had y'all in one room in a while, and I got some shit to talk to you about on this program tonight. Yeah, I'll try with mostly it's going to be about um, the nocturnal emissions and whether they're still going to be a part of the show going forward in the future. I'll okay. tell you that right now. Fair enough. Fair right? enough. I don't want to bring the room down before the shot, but I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> That's what we're going to be talking about. I think you guys should be uh, cheersing yourself after that show uh, for all your hard work and how it turned well, out. Well, you know what, Michael? I think that's an excellent idea. Yeah, it was awesome. Let's go to the hard work of everyone at Spiky Ball Studios who basically gave everything they had and are, and have, uh, are completely exhausted this week. I want to cheers to everybody out there that came to support the show. And everybody here that uh, listens to our program, this shot's for you. Thank you to uh, Mark, shareholder. Long live Spiky Ball. Cheers. Oh, that's delicious. Now let's get this show started, Thanks, if you don't mind. Great. With the greatest band in Canadian late night history, the Nocturnal Emissions. <laughs> guest tonight oh awesome can't wait surprise guest tonight i can't even wait <laughs> is, is she behind me right now huh is she behind me right now no she's a terrible guest because she doesn't speak uh, oh. oh i like this look at this hey <laughs> it seems great right why didn't I do this the whole time perfect <laughs> i think i'm getting the hang of this show thing hey uh <laughs> It was a terrific week. I can't even tell you how much fun that I had the night of that show. It's like the church, like uh, we've been chipping away at this uh, building for so long, 
and then to finally have it kind of come to fruition and have so many people show up and uh, be so such a great audience. Like the audience that came to watch our very first program, it was unreal. When we when we heard the laughter in the room, it seemed like it was uh, fake. Like we were piping it in, you know. It was unbelievable, and it made for great recording and, uh, and just a great night. Like uh, the crowd was unbelievably like respectful of the show, and uh, they. Uh, made it so um, Mace, our headliner, Mace Galoni, who's one of the country's best comics, he's gonna be happy to come back uh, and perform here in Delhi. So it's a really a, a great success to have a, an ally like that, a guy that's that talented, that supports our, our, what we're doing here in the little town of Delhi. But I think this is a sign of things to come, people, because we've had uh, some really uh, awesome talents in through the doors here at Spiky Ball. And uh, to be honest with you, it's been, uh, exceeding my expectations in every way about what we can accomplish here. So if you got anything you could, that you need our help with, why don't you just uh, give us an email at spikyballstudios at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. One of the staff here, if you have uh, any need for audio or video production, we are your people to do that. And uh, if you just have something you'd like to come to life, like Cleanflow, for example, Ooh. who is our re-upped, Sponsor, they're back, baby. Whoa. Hardcore yeah. supporting us. They've actually agreed to sponsor the Tyler Morrison episode. Clean Flow's uh, come in big time, and they want to see what we can do, Spiky Ball, to make them some commercials that don't say anything that the CRTC would find too offensive, right? <laughs> Good luck. So he's like, I know you guys are funny. I like funny, but don't say the, don't have Paul be saying the, the C word. You know the C word? Paul? Oh. You don't know it? <laughs> no, I guess I'm not allowed to say it. You can't say it. In the commercial, you can't say it. Oh. <laughs> you can't say that in the commercial. For sure, you could not say that in the commercial for Clean Flow, you know? So I want to dedicate this whole show to Clean Flow. It's not that I'm not going to say Norpak from time to time. The beef people. <laughs> Who was that? Was that you, Paul? All you? Kevin might have put a bit of fucking stank on that. That sounded really bassy. I liked it. Norpak's getting a little bang for their buck there. Oh, Ooh, the beef people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this is really more about clean flow. Let's let, let's let it be known that it is more about clean flow this show. Who but, last week were also the beef people. Huh? Yes. Yeah, they were the beef people last week. <laughs> Apparently. Hey, beef. Thanks, beef. You made me laugh. That was there. beaver. Beaver messed up. As far Charters, as I'm uh, concerned, uh, clean flow is too. I got a question to ask before you get into me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, India. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to get we'll into you. You want to turn your chair and look at me? Uh, I could look at you like this, yeah. Hey, okay. how you doing? Can you hear me? Why does it hurt your... Uh, I just okay. have to be in the mic. If I turn too far, then you can't hear me. Yeah, sorry, buddy. I could take it out. But anyways, the, uh, I was here a couple weeks ago, and the, I can't believe the transformation of this place. You know, you say it changes every time, and, you could, and it does, and I, don't, I can't believe the work that went in. So good. I don't know who's involved, but it's amazing to see the transformation in two weeks. This place is kick-ass. And uh, I'm proud of you, buddy. Uh, I think this is, it just blows my mind what you've done here. And uh, I just want you to know that. So I got that out of the way without crying. <laughs> but I have a question, because I've heard you talk about doing stand-up in Delhi before, because I'm pretty sure you did a gig in Delhi before, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't. And the way well. you described this gig in Delhi, which is the same town and the same type of, like it's a comedy show, so it's got that in common, but you're describing it completely different, the crowd, the crowds, uh, the way they acted and the, the vibe in the room. So, like, I just, 
like what's different, you know? Like what's the recipe? You got a secret recipe or something. Well, it's what a, is it? It's not a secret recipe. It's the way every comedy show should be. And, if, and I think every comic would, that feels as strongly as me and my associate Tyler Shazma uh, about these sorts of principles of stand-up comedy is that we've followed a few basic principles of stand-up comedy which make you respect the show. Number one, we got it in a black room. The focus, any color, any uh, focus, light and everything is on the stage. Single spotlight, one microphone, one guy, maybe a stool, that's all you got, all you need. That's stand-up comedy in its purest form, you know? The focus is on that. All seats facing the stage. You don't have a table with a bunch of drinks in between and your best friend and you are facing each other with two beers in your hand. That's giving you every opportunity to like uh, want to have a nice chat with your buddy, right? Who wouldn't? That's human nature, you know? But if you make it more where everyone's facing the stage, it's like a theater. It's like uh, you're come for an event. And then once you allow the, the comic, when you give the show that much respect, you allow the comic to do it in the pacing and stuff that the comic had written it in, in his head, when he's writing it on the page or writing it in his head or her head, they're looking at the... The, the, they have this, this, these uh, pauses and these, these, like, this timing that they, they wish, but when the crowd is uh, belligerent and not listening and you have to whack yeah. them on the head with your joke, then you have to like, get their attention somehow and it screws your timing up because you're like, trying to like, almost yell it at them yeah. or something. You know? And whereas when the crowd's attentive like that you, and they're so generous, you can, uh, you can like, uh, play with it a bit. You, know? right. you can... Like, so you have like a vision and worked hard at setting the right atmosphere and the tone in the room before yeah. the people even get in. And even the doors that we put between the bar and the performance room is a really key because it, it gives that layer of respect that the show's going on in here and out there is a different thing. And uh, so like the people would tiptoe back into the room, which yeah. was like very, very sweet, you know, considering yeah. how badly we're treated <laughs> in bars that we go to open mics at or whatever where people just hate us? It, I think it made a big difference. Um, I, I got here late and I was sitting in the back, so I got a pretty good view of things. People were here to see comedy. Yeah. You know, at a, at a regular bar, the, you know, you get the local, I think that's what you're kind of getting at, Dave. You had the local town drunks. Yeah, yeah. Who are just there being assholes, basically, because you're invading their drunk time, yeah. where people were here to enjoy yeah. whatever. Yeah. They didn't know what to expect, another, but it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Another thing about that other show I did in Delhi, no, uh, it was free. And the, they didn't kick the... Uh, uh, like, if I said, why don't you ticket it? Because people will respect the show more, even if you just pay five bucks. Yeah. And then they go, well, we don't want our, low, our regulars to, to leave. I'm like, your regulars are going to be here anyways. You want to bring people in. Like, that's the point, yeah, is yeah. you want to... And then you give them an event. You don't want to just like uh, say it's worth nothing, you know. So I mean, there's a, it, awesome. you get what you pay for in a right. way, and yeah. then like, and then because we were able to put on a show of this caliber, we were able to attract the the talent like Mace to our pro to our uh, area, and uh, you know we're we're close enough to all the big centers that I think a lot of the people are looking at Delhi a little differently now. Because of this awesome. club, which I think is a, it's not just this club, it's upstairs too. The musicians are going to be excited right. about what we're going to do up there. And it's a really exciting time to watch this stuff, this building come to life. And uh, the next few months are going to be fun, so just tag along. It's awesome.
But I wanted to ask you guys, you're all here now. The nocturnal emissions are all here. Woo. Now, a couple weeks ago, we made an announcement on this program about the uh, future, that this will be the last season of Life in the Dutch Hall, right? We ended the program with that. What a cliffhanger. Yeah, cliffhanger for you, Michael, because you weren't in the room, right? Didn't see it coming. You were not here, but the people in the room were the ones that I was most curious about, right? Because the the bomb was dropped on the rest of the nocturnal emissions, and uh, mostly no follow-up questions at all afterwards. (laughs) None at all. Not a care in the world with anyone in the band to say, like, what is the next thing? You just, like, no one's asked me a question about it. Is, is that not peculiar to any of you? Yes, very odd. Why would, they not ask, why would you not ask, what's going on, Pete? You said last season of Live from the Dutch Hall. What does that mean, right? Yeah, where does that take us? You didn't, no one asked me that. Do you wonder? Yeah, I'm, I'm asking you right now. What <laughs> oh, the you're fuck? asking me right what's now. What's going on? <laughs> Because I was like, I just thought it was peculiar that you didn't ask at all. But I was, so basically, Kev, are you curious? I, You're curious too? I, I was uh, shocked at the time. That's why I didn't ask any questions. It was my, I was, uh, I didn't even know what to say or how to take it. And I was nervous. Was it toxic shock? Yeah, it was toxic t- uh, t- TSS. <laughs> a little bit of TSS. Easy for you to say. But then later on when I got home and I, I got to thinking about it, I realized that the wild success of this program uh, is greatly um, <laughs> because of the nocturnal emissions. So whatever happens, I, I know that, you know, I, I felt at ease once I realized that fact that the nocturnal emissions are, you know, the, a real, the real reason why this is so successful. Oh, you're, you're claiming the success of Live from the Dutch Hall is based on the nocturnal emissions? There is a school of thought of people that believe that. I'm not, uh, not going to start a fight. There are people that listen to our program that listen to the opening song, and then Pete starts mumbling on, and then we shut it off. I know there are people out there that do that, but they're, I'm not offending them now, those cocksuckers, because they're not listening. Right? They only listen to the opening song, we, and they're gone We love now. you. People, people are still listening to me right now, or they're ones that like me, you know, like our, our, our listeners that listened to the end and knew that we made that announcement. If you, di- if you just listen to the opening one, they're just going to keep listening to songs until there's no more show. And then fuck you guys, you don't get the nocturnal emissions anymore, right? But they're not going to know that either because they're not listening to this part of the show. You see how it goes, Dave? Yeah, I guess Those I people get what they want, which is you guys for a couple minutes and then fuck off. Flash know? in the pan, uh... Yeah. In the pan, uh, what I call fans. those listeners is like just a bunch of garbage that can just die, you know? That's what I call those guys. But hey, everyone is entitled to their opinion, yeah, right, that's, Paul? That's just Pete. Huh? That's just you. We like those listeners. You know listeners. what? I don't mind saying that because they're not listening right now, right? They're not. So the people that are listening right now, they're treasures. They're diamonds. They're my cherished listeners who I love with all my heart, right? Those other nocturnal emission fans, go fuck yourself. No, right? don't go fuck yourself. <laughs> Pete doesn't know what he's talking hey, about. Hey, Dave started it. <laughs> and I'll tell you something else, Charters. When we, as we're talking about this, I want to ask you guys a serious question. This is a serious question. Do you guys believe that you are the greatest band in Canadian late night history? Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You do? Yes. It took, it took me personally a while to believe it, but I, I do believe it. <laughs> I don't know why, but I do. 
Why are you laughing at that, you motherfucker? You're starting know. to piss me off. It's just, you it's, think that's funny? You think that's funny? No, it's like a nervous laugh. It's like, uh, it's like when you go over the top of a roller coaster, I laugh. Oh, you did know? you pee a little bit? Yeah. It's that right. kind of laugh. <laughs> it's like a surreal laugh. I, I don't know. Yeah. Did you pee a bit? Do you want Jane to I'm get your towel? I'm peeing right now. <laughs> You're peeing right now? Yeah. It's He's, okay. You smell it? Just let what? it go. <laughs> do what you got to do. do Better open you, in. You don't have a real chair. That's why I took this chair. It's got a cushiony, it like, It soaks it up like a tampon. Fabric top, yeah, so it soaks <laughs> up the pee. Uh, I was wondering why there's a string hanging out of the back of the chair. <laughs> it's for my pee. Yeah, it's That's for That's for later. You know what I was loving when we were in uh, the uh, British Virgin Islands? Uh, oh, the BVI? We had to buy groceries, right, before we went on the boat. And uh, I spent like 15 or 20 minutes in the uh, adult diaper aisle because uh, the pictures of the guys on the packaging was so funny to me, how proud they were standing there wearing a diaper. And they're all black guys too, which made it funnier to me. I don't know why. Yeah, is it weird that my you're next in a question country? was, uh, that were they all one color? They were all black? Yeah, everybody was black on the packaging, right? Because you're marketing to it. That is super weird. That is weird. Why is it weird? I don't know. I, I just... figured it'd be mixed. If you're in China, do you think it would be all white guys on the packaging or it would be Chinese guys on the packaging, right? Or whatever. I don't know. It would be Chinese guys. You don't want to put a picture of Mike Bo there. <laughs> no, you don't. No, they're going to be like, what the fuck is this, man? He's a giant. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a giant-sized diaper. He's a giant. Charters, I wanted to talk to you for one thing before we get into a segment we call feedback. We got feedback. But I wanted to talk to you. We did some, we, we've made new uh, merch. Oh, we've made new merch. merch yeah. At, uh, live, or at uh, live from the Dutch Hall and at Spiky Ball Studios. And I don't know if you know about this, Dave. Did you hear about last, did you watch, listen to last week's show? I, I, I did you hear did. about the high school kids across I the did. way? I did. And I was hoping that it was like just, uh, you guys were just fucking around. Oh, actually. no, we're not at all. <laughs> um, no, you're going to be sad about this. Because um, <laughs> we made stickers, too. Did you know we made stickers? We got Spiky Ball. We oh, got the Spiky nice. Ball sticker. Yeah. You want to get on the Spiky Ball sticker? Like, that's a... It's nice. It, 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 it advertises the whole building there. Oh, yeah. Slap it on your MacBook or on your guitar case. Yeah, you can... Yeah, you can do all of those things. <laughs> that's, that's a good idea, Dave. You know what? You like Live from the Dutch Hall? There it is, Live from the Dutch Hall. Nice. Right there, you got our new logo right there on a yeah. sticker. Stick that right on your... Uh, yeah. what, what else can you stick it on, Dave? You can stick it on your amp, right on the top of your right amp. Right on the top of your amp, maybe your fridge. Yeah. Huh? That too. This one here, we, we only have that many of them left. <laughs> Sold right out at the, the comedy show almost. Going quick. We're going to have to make more of them. These rooster sucks balls Fuck off. Uh, stickers are just gold. Hey, Michael, you got one of these? I don't. I'd love one. Oh, here, take one of these, buddy. I might put that right on my guitar. Let me see. Yeah, that, you Mike. can put it right. Let me see that. You can, you can also put it just right stick it guitar. right on your guitar. So yeah. every time you watch me play. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We got we got That's spiky mine, ball pins. <laughs> we have Mescaloni pins even. Mace Galoni right there. Oh, his face? We have the actual, like, legit spiky ball pin. You ever, oh. see, you ever see that one? That one's, the, I think, a collector's item. I like yeah. that one. That's my favorite. Put it right on your backpack. But this one, 
There's Rooster Sucks Balls as well, the same one. That one wasn't what the high school kids liked, though. The high school kids liked the one. I got to find one of these. They're hot sellers, man. I don't know if I can even find one. Oh, here it is. Charter Sucks. <laughs> That's all it says. Charter Sucks. And there's high school kids that don't know who you are that are walking around the high school that have a button that says Charter Sucks, right? And... Um, I didn't. I don't know how to feel about that. Like I'm obviously very proud. Me neither. <laughs> of what I've done, but it's like it's it's beyond my wildest expectations it, it, that kids are gonna know about the legend of charters <laughs> without ever knowing what you look like, who you are. But they're gonna ha know that the legend of charters exists. That to me is like I've accomplished everything I've wanted to in life. I, I love the fact that like the teachers will be looking at the button, being like, "Is is there some sort of election in the school?" They don't really like that Charters guy, or is it Chambers? I'm not sure. Actually, Chambers. Uh, there's a lot of people bringing up Chambers. That Chambers should be part of the show. You know, Big Dutch, uh, uh, yeah, Alex Von der 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 Von but a pro Chambers. Yeah, he loves, loves Chambers. Chambers, chambers is, are, would you say when you uh, are my travel companion, Dave, <coughs> is that Chambers that travels with me? Yeah, definitely. It will be from now on for sure. <laughs> it, was, it was in Nashville, that's for sure. <laughs> He's good at audio video. <laughs> Charles is a beauty when he really lets his hair down, eh? But he's got a really, really tight squeeze pickle up his bum hole eh, for most of the time. Eh? You got to let that sucker out eh, once in a while, Charters. Yeah. Twice a year, I got to take him on the road. It's all about balance. Just yeah. to loosen him up, eh? And uh, what we do is we cuddle with strange women. It's no big deal. <laughs> We're good at it. We do it in the back of taxi cabs in, like, yeah. open spaces, right? We, we set prefer, boundaries. We prefer the southern states. We, we talk about monogamy and how much we love our wives. We always do that, right? Yeah, and then we course. still say, "Hey, but who wants to sit in the between me and uh, Dave? Me and my buddy Dave, we'll touch thighs. No big deal. We'll talk late into I the night." I won't tell. I won't tell my wife if you don't tell your husband. You look really pretty, right? <laughs> Stuff like that. No harm comes from that, right, Jane? No harm. <laughs> Just good, good old. You time. know, if we weren't the most unfuckable duo in the world, unfuckables assemble. <laughs> <laughs> we would totally. We would totally have like wives that are jealous, but they are just so confident we could never get pussy if we were like the last two guys on earth. Uh, I think that's great. Hey, Charters, do you want any more buttons? If you could make a button to add to this, because we have our own button maker uh, now here, so we can make any button we want. What would you want to put on a button? What do you think would be like uh, good for the? Listeners of our program, what would they like? Probably to buy? the hottest seller would be a nocturnal emissions button. A button, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Oh, Woo. well, you guys need a logo. Yeah, true. That's true. You want me to make that for you too, because I birthed you out of my loins? <laughs> Is that what you want? You want it all to be about me, Papa Pete? Oh, I play the slap rattle. I get to play uh, the beginning of Dream On. Whoopie fucking doo Huh? Huh? <laughs> 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 It has to be a higher hat every ah. <laughs> Eventually, ah. just breaks glass. That is a very uh, us kind of thing to do. <laughs> hey, it's, a, it's a joke seller, right? Eh? When people don't laugh at your joke and you get mad, and yeah. then you just go, eh? Ah. And then you're like, you keep doing it until they laugh. <laughs> 
<laughs> you ever have a buddy that does that where he fucking does something that annoys you and you hate it and then he does it, it keeps doing it till you laugh and then, and then you, uh, you laugh and he keeps doing it and then you hate it again? Yep. And he keeps doing it and then you fucking laugh again, right? It comes around? I don't know how those fuckers get away with it, but it's like a roller coaster that keeps becoming funny again. We got a buddy like that, eh? You yeah. know my buddy Steve. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy's ruthless. He will not give up on a premise. He'll beat that fucking joke till it's dead, yeah. right? Likes and, to laugh with his mouth open and no sound coming out. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, he also, you need, to put down, you need to put down like a, a drop sheet on the brim of your hat because he will spit all over your face oh, yeah, when he's really, yeah, when he's really laughing. He'll just yeah. spit all over your face. Yeah, there's a few dudes we know like that. Put the shield up. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the splatter shield. It's going to be a stormy weather tonight. Get the windshield wipers out. Well, you know what we should do? I don't know if we should. Yeah, we should do it. We should do a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback. It's motherfucking feedback, people. Hey, do you notice I still didn't answer your question about the show? Yeah, you didn't. You just tiptoed around it. Yeah, tiptoed around it and get, went on its uh, a-hole. <clears throat> slick move. And I did it. Sorry, Laurie. I apologize for that. Uh, you know what? Every week we ask our listeners for a feedback. And you know what? At the beginning, nobody gave it to us because, uh, except for the Haitian dwarf, who's uh, kick-ass. But uh, now, every week, there's someone that does it. It's uh, remarkable. <laughs> And uh, this week's no exception. But we have to talk about our sponsors. And this week, I don't give a shit about Amazon. I don't give a shit about if you want to buy Amazon products. And you're like, but I want to help out the people from Live in the Dutch Hall. Well, I want to go to their website and shut off my ad blockers and then click on the Amazon banner and then some of that money's going to... All that going to help the show and they're going to become even better. Look at what they've done already with the money. Uh, the little bit of that they've gotten from the Amazon purchase, you know. I'm not going to talk about any of that on this show. Just clean flow. Yeah, right? what up, CleanFlow? And what CleanFlow wants us to do is, they want us to stress Van Dyke Party Services, right? We're coming into the Easter season. Now, I don't suggest you do this on Good Friday because, like most good Catholics, the Van Dykes like to mourn <laughs> the death of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Right, Michael? That's what we do. We feast I on be Thursday. It's, it's a sad time, yeah. Yeah, it's a sad time. Uh, on Thursday, that. we feast. On Friday, we mourn. On Saturday, we reflect. And on a Sunday, we rejoice. That's my favorite part. You know, but if uh, you want to rejoice on, uh, you know, Easter with a bunch of, uh, like, uh, sleeping relatives that are, like, uh, all drugged out on turkey and red wine, you know, and, uh, you know, that's one thing you can do. Or you can have the time of your life by hiring Van Dyke Party Services and I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll send you between five and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins in bright yellow jackets, and you are guaranteed to have the time of your life. And all it's going to cost you is $100 of cold, hard cash and all of our expenses, which I'm not going to lie to you people, they will be dear. Oh, yeah. But if you're not 100% satisfied, we will return that $100 of cold, hard cash. But I'm sorry, those expenses have run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Do not live your life in regret. Brought to you by our good friends at Clean Flow. Clean Flow, the primary sponsors of the Tyler Morrison uh, show, which will be here at Spiky Ball Studios as part of our spring stand-up series on April the 26th. You got it. 
Friday. Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be so fun. I think we're going to fill this place up this time because uh, we're going to have our shit together. We were literally uh, like uh, building stuff as the first people are coming in. <laughs> like it was that kind of like craziness, you know? So like what we, that we pulled off, what we did pull off is actually uh, just a credit to everybody. Um, so I'm really, really proud of what we did here. And you know, by all accounts, I haven't heard anybody uh, that said anything but uh, like glowing reviews from it. Even the press that were here were very complimentary. Yeah, press here? Oh yeah, we have yeah. press here, Dave, because we're no slouches. Not a big deal. Jesus. Yeah, this is a big deal. What do you think? You're you're in the greatest the the, the greatest band in Canadian late night history, and you're like, uh, we, press people. <laughs> you have to like, get in the big leagues. Act like you've been here before. Still you still trying fuck. to figure it out, man. Pretend you've done it before. Yeah, I don't know, man. If we that's why you that's why you're fired, eh? That's why you're fired. <laughs> Not just because you don't show up. It's because you do shit like that. And then you know, and uh, Charters, you don't understand how great the band you're sitting in is, eh? You ever hear about uh, Kev Belanger, the French tickler? Well, I'll tell you, he's, a, he's the talk of feedback this week. Did you know that? Did you know Kev Belanger is the talk of feedback this week? Because he no, is. Let's hear about popular. it. I got to say, here it goes. Our first piece of feedback comes from... Podbean, Podbean from Good Time Jane Townsend. Good Time Jane. She came to our comedy show. She's she's bought tickets for all three. Right up front. She's totally in. She's one of our greatest supporters. She says, love the show as always. Definitely think the rooster should have a full-time spot on the show. He's hilarious. Now, when they say that, they're not referring to you, Dave. <laughs> they're referring to the other dude. who call, They're calling him the rooster. They call you the rooster. They call him the rooster. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You got that weird spelling that you did so that you could, like, what were you doing? Um, mm. Kitty porn or something? <laughs> whatever you're doing, your, like, handle on the internet so nobody would know you, whatever. That I thing. thought it was clever. <laughs> it's a play on words. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, it says, love the show as always. The rooster should have a full-time spot on the show. He's hilarious. Want to give a shout out to Kevin, the CRTC required Frenchman. Yeah, he shows up every week and sits quietly in the corner, happily banging on his drums, keeping everyone in rhythm. Kudos, Kevin. Yeah. Hey. Kevin, woo! Thank you. Yeah. Kevin, how does that make you feel, buddy? Oh, it makes me feel good. I'm doing my job. Yeah, people love you. They're like sitting there watching you. You make you feel happy just to look at you and enjoying yourself. Is that, is that good? That is good. You know, if you talk to Kev, too, he's got a lot of interesting things to say. He's full of ideas. It's probably about music, but... Yeah. yeah. It, is a, it, it is kind of like going on that one track. Yeah, I wouldn't want to talk politics with you, Kev, to be honest with you. We're not going to get very far. No. Sports, <laughs> fuck no. Yeah, I'm not going to talk hockey with you. But, you know, I'll talk music all day, and music, it's interesting. Art. Yeah. Hmm. Cats. Cats? Yeah, I'll talk cats. Fuck, I love cats. You ever Space. seen a cat kill a rabbit? You ever seen a cat kill a rabbit? Shazman's brought his dog into the studio here, who's really he's making himself at home. Boston, I might be falling in love with him a little bit. Me and him become friends. And then, uh, uh, so I'm thinking we'll bring my cat in and fight him in a death match. <laughs> and uh, I think my cat would kick his ass... But I think after the 
if things settle down, they become great friends. So I'm for it, but my daughters are against it. They said no, and they're going to explain to me tomorrow why, is what they said. Because I asked quickly, can I bring the cat to the church tomorrow to fight Shazma's dog? <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 I don't, I'm not for that. Two so, pets and two but I think it's going to be great. Pets. Can you imagine a cat and dog fight and as part of, a, of one of our shows? You know, I think it would be great. <laughs> to the death? <laughs> one of them. <laughs> well, when you say to the death, then. Wow, you know what to the death means. Like, to the pain. Like the Princess Bride. Oh, yeah, to the pain. To the pain. The stretch. It's much worse. It's much worse. To the pain. Classic. Nothing we're, like a we're good just, underground uh, We're just either, either like Shazma's dog or my cat wishes they were dead, right. but they're not dead. They're just hanging on with, like, severed ears and, like, you know, just screaming for their life, you know? <laughs> that's, that's where you want to end today, Charters? You Ooh. sick motherfucker. <laughs> I can't even believe you did that. Anyways, uh, so like thank dogs. you, Jane. Oh, uh, hashtag, oh wait, sorry. Kudos, Kevin, that was the last one. Kudos, Kevin. And then uh, we also had um, the Haitian Dwarf. Oh but I don't have a thing, eh? Uh, all right, I got one. We'll just do it. An easy one. Ready? Hi ho, hi It's up to bed we go. Your juicy tits that gives me fits. Hi ho, hi ho. Oh, and now I can't find it, but. It <laughs> Everybody, we love you, HD. Yeah, HD gave us he gave us feedback, and it was five stars. That's five. And it was, oh, I know I've read it. I'm gonna have to paraphrase the Haitian dwarf, which I hate to do, but he gave me a he gave me a, a uh, an indication that uh, he said a redneck on a scooter. Uh, Ended bad. Uh, a drunken redneck on a scooter it ended badly. A big surprise. Now uh, hold my beer and watch this. I think is what it, what his feedback was. But I don't. Uh, I didn't read that. I just paraphrased that. So I apologize, HD, if I didn't read it right. And the only other person we should get to before we get into uh, our last segment of this program and introduce our mystery guest is uh, we should check on that cheese lady. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, she's always on the run. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, she's always having fun. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, she's always on the run. Chicken on the cheese lady, on the cheese lady, chicken on the cheese lady, Teresa, what you've done. What up, Teresa? You know, Teresa from The Second Mouse, she's been a great supporter of our program. And uh, we did invite her to our comedy show on the weekend. And uh, as, a, as Teresa remembers it, Kevin, is that you invited her to this uh, yeah. thing. And uh, that's why I'm saying, Kevin, you are the real star of, of uh, feedback this week. 
Because she says, thanks for the offer, Kevin, and the Dutch Hall. Kevin and the rest of us schlubs. You see what I'm happening here, Kevin? You're becoming a real star, especially with these ladies of feedback. I don't know. I think, I think you, there's something in it. Right? We're all married or we're all married or going to be married men. But old Kev, you're on the mingle. Ooh, Maybe yeah. good time Jane. Oh, no, good time Jane. I think Stunt she's married. Mar <laughs> I don't want to put any, but Kevin's catching some eyes, what I'm saying here. And he goes, uh, she, anyways, the tree said the, uh, the second mouse in Delhi, great place to get cheese if you like cheese. Charles, you like cheese, don't you? Oh, I love cheese. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he says it dirty, eh? It's like you feel a little dirty when he says that, I eh? seen a little pinky. Like he's going to rub it on his pants or something. Uh, There's the old lipstick. Uh, that's so she, good. She likes to start out her feedback with a little bit of, little bit of hashtag, and this time hashtag listening in Delhi, hashtag small town love. Thanks for the offer, Kevin, and the other, and the Dutch Hall. But I'm out for my mom's birthday this Saturday, but I'm definitely coming to see a so show soon. Cheese, cherries, laugh my ass off. I think Rooster should be a full-time guest, LOL. Again, not you, Dave, but uh, the more entertaining version of you. And uh, then she goes, P.S. Hey, who is it? Our surprise guest. Look who's here. I can't even believe it. It's what the people want, right? People do love you. They asked two different people asked you to be back on the show, Rooster, and I can't believe. Oh fuck. Yeah, they love you. Oh shit. Here, with the cheese lady ended her feedback with. She says, P.S. I felt bad for charters. Take it easy on him. Yeah, Sad thank you. face. Don't feel said. easy for him because he takes it hard. <laughs> he does. Oh, I don't know if you should say that about charters. I don't know. I didn't see fucking Chaz Bozo over here. <laughs> didn't know he was coming tonight. Good God. What are you looking at, you dick nosed motherfucker? <laughs> Oh man, I'm I don't know if you guys. I'm looking at that button on did your you, shirt. Did what you is... invite him? He hasn't been here in three months. Yeah, are you? St I didn't invite him. No, he just shows up. <laughs> Shouldn't you be off sucking a French horn in some sort of church band or some shit? <laughs> Talk to me. Yeah, answer him, you bitch. <laughs> what Come are on. you, a tuba player? I, tell me what you do. I play bass in the church band. Okay, not French horn. You play bass. Yeah, usually. <laughs> For real? Well, yeah. be a man and show us a lick or two. <laughs> I'll show you a lick in a second. I don't like that button you're wearing. What is what that? What button, you grease ball? <laughs> this guy, you got a little button on your shirt. What is that? What button is that? I hope it's a spiky ball button. <laughs> you know what kind of button it is. <laughs> you fried chicken piece of shit. <laughs> When was the last time you dampened a pair of panties without a garden hose and a clothesline close by? <laughs> you gonna answer me or what? <laughs> Your wife would be a water park if the rooster was around. I don't like the way you're eyeballing me. Oh, uh, uh, rooster. Rooster, come back to bed. What? Come back to bed, Rooster. 
booster. <laughs> hey, is See it, what I'm talking about? Who's that? Who's the lady? So her? Yeah, her. Who's the lady? <laughs> I don't know, but she's a pisser. <laughs> she's out back here soaking the sheets. I don't talk like that, rooster. I laid some napkins down for you. <laughs> Come back to bed. I gotta go. See you cocksuckers, motherfuckers, later. <laughs> Keep cucking around, you cockadoodle chicken coops. I got sheets to dampen. Good night. It's swollen up from all the sex, Rooster. He's stuck in the window. She's pissing. She's pissing. (laughs) (laughs) It's pissing, I tell you. I swear, it smells like Chinese food and firecrackers. Oh, come back to bed. Come back to bed, Rooster. Holy shit. There's no doubt that we're all gonna like be like a thing of the past, and the Charter's puppet's gonna live forever. <laughs> Holy Ugh, it's 1983 all the time. See you, cucks later. <laughs> wow. well, let's hear it for the Charter's puppet. Let's hear it for the rooster. He's back okay, again. Something else. And uh, you know what? That's kind of like beating a dead horse. Uh, I'm gonna keep beating that dead horse until it doesn't make me laugh like this. Remember the fuck holes? <laughs> it was. It was like. Uh, about a month where no one liked our show, but we all had a great time. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, Charles Puppet is going to be a star, man. He is the, my, my favorite thing. He starts showing up in the office with these bitches, eh? Yeah, it looks like he's got his own fuck <laughs> Yeah. Right the rooster the starts showing up with these uh, ladies. They're not, like, exactly... A lot of times they look like they're almost, like... Uh, like uh, incapacitated with drugs or something. Like they're like basically just lying around, like lifeless, you know? But all of a sudden uh, the rooster starts showing up and uh, you know there's some rustling going on and that, you know? He he starts yelling, he's very angry, eh? When you interrupt his raping or whatever he's doing (laughs) with those girls. I don't know what he's doing. I shouldn't speculate, you know, he's gone. He's been a great guest of ours. Anyways, there's something about him that... It's crazy eyes. There is yeah. something about him. There is something about him. He's, he's alluring and entertaining, but he's also dangerous, you know? <laughs> do you find that, Dave? Do you, do you see any of yourself in the rooster puppet? Uh, the deep dark. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what to say, man. <laughs> I used to think he was like the... the like the puppet I always wanted to be, but I'm having second thoughts. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Have you sh- have you shown your daughter the puppet yet? Yeah, she loved the picture of the puppet. Man, she laughed so hard. <laughs> I can't believe you guys like uh, it's crazy. What? She she was like, finally, it's about time. Yeah, she was mad. It was years. <laughs> it's like a quarter of her life or whatever. She's young, right? So yeah. like, it's a big chunk of her life. I've been stringing her along about this bullshit yeah. <laughs> with the puppet. I hope <laughs> she never meets him. To be honest. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't let him within a hundred yards of your daughter. No. No. That that uh, rooster puppet is bad news. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've seen what he does around the office. He's doing stuff that I don't even. Uh, <laughs> like I, I just like close the door for him because I don't want to see what he's up to. Like I don't. I even heard of some of this stuff. You know, like what he's into. He's a really sick, sick individual. <laughs> like ah. 
some of these ladies that have been tra traveling through lately, like, uh, very sketch. Anyways, the Charters uh, and the band, we are getting near the end of our show. I've just been stringing along. I'm so tired yeah, from well, all the work we've done. Quit beating around the Wait, bush. What the fuck is going on? Oh, 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 that point. Oh, yeah. Well, frankly, I'm going to tell you, this is somewhat of, uh, I have to say, I don't know what's going to happen with Live from the Dutch Hall exactly, the, uh, what we see it now as, but the future of it can only be financed if it isn't what it is now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Kind of. So if I call it another thing, then it can be something else. But if I call it the same thing, then it's not a new thing and nobody will give you money for it. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Also, the sponsors would like to have a clean break from all the cunt talk. Oh. <laughs> but do I want to give up the cunt talk? Mm, no, it's part of what I like. So I don't know if I'm going to be able, how I'm going to be able to straddle that line. And that's why there's a lot of like mystery in the air, still of where the future of the show lies. Also, Live from the Dutch Hall might even be reincarnated into another, like, into the old version of just like a one-on-one -on -one interview podcast, and this show becomes something different, you know? It's just, just, uh, it, I, it just as it is now, it's got to be broken up, and we have to look at every aspect of it, including the band, as being who's the best band for the new show. And you guys, the Nocturnal Emissions, you are, have to know, I have to ask, would you apply for the job of a new show similar to this, but I need a house band with a nocturnal emissions apply for the job. I now, there's conditions. I don't see why we wouldn't. Yeah. We are the uh, greatest band in late night, <laughs> Canadian late night history. Like, you're, you're losing out on something real good if you're not. If we're yeah. not hiring. Well, that's what you're the first like, people I give the offer It's pretty much a no-brainer. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. But what's your, you guys got to think about your price. You got to think about, like, uh, how much work you're going to put into it. You're going to think about, like, uh, what stardom's going to do to charters. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to think about all these things. It's going to, like, ruin your relationship as a band. There's, like, five of you right now. You really haven't uh, had a fist fight yet, have you? Nope. No one's punched each other yet. Mm. You guys think you know each other? Fuck, it's bullshit. No one's even punched charters yet. You know how punchable he is? I punched, Dave, how many times have I punched you? Uh, countless. Countless numbers of times. That is uh, years of friendship, Michael. Mm. You need to get to that point. What I'm going to do is lock the Nocturnal Emissions in a closet for a weekend. All right? <laughs> Until everybody beats charters up. And then you're a real band. We're going to need an agent. Huh? We're I'm gonna... your agent. I birthed you. Mm. I'm your agent and your employer. I'm everything. I'm omnipotent. Tent Easy for you to say. Yeah. All right, guys, that's the end of the show. Let's fucking <laughs> end this bullshit. <laughs> I'm tired. I want to go to bed. We have no direction. Yeah. <laughs> for everybody that stuck this stinker out to the end. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I shouldn't do that. But uh, thank you very much. I'm Pete Van Dyke. We're live from the Dutch Hall. Rooster does suck balls. And we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Hit it, fellas.
right, everybody.